Fit After 30 show episode number 13. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Welcome to the Fit After 30 show, the podcast for those who refuse to accept that they're past it or that their best days are behind them and are ready to demand more from themselves despite some potential new challenges. Aches might be there, your time might be a little limited and your responsibilities are likely through the roof. But ultimately, if you're listening in, I know you're not up for just settling. Welcome in once again as we explore how to excel and balance physique, family and fat loss in this new chapter of your life. I'm your host Sharif Lawton and this is the Fit After 30 show. All right, all right, all right team. Welcome back to the Fit After 30 show. I'm your host as always, Mr. Sharif Lawton. And just like that, we're into March, which is uh, which is kind of crazy. And I'm going to be 33 years of age next week. That's a lie, the week after. But uh, yeah, fully expecting cards, flowers, presents, and bottles of pale rosé wine delivered to my door. That would be absolutely phenomenal. Anyway, we move on. In today's episode, I actually, despite the stupid intro, wanted to talk to you about a really, really, really important topic. A topic which has been brought to my attention by some really unfortunate events, especially over the past week in the fitness industry, and one which I definitely think needs to be addressed. And actually, there's a positive backlash against and it's this whole mentality of grind harder wake up at 3am sleep when you die you don't want it enough unless you're doing 18 hour days bloody bloody blah and the reason why i wanted to bring up this particular topic today is because this mentality amongst other things i'm sure has unfortunately cost the life of a influential famous fitness youtuber who got started in this game along the same time that I did. And I remember having conversations with this gentleman. Um, and in fact, I actually opened up my DMs and there was a, a decent dialogue between us, which is very odd considering that this this man is now dead. Because essentially he had the attitude of, I'll sleep when I'm dead and I'm gonna work harder and faster and you know do more cardio and eat more food. And he, he had a very extreme personality clearly. And I don't wanna speak about the, the, the depths and the details about his death and what have you, but if you read the article, it's very much a case of, you know, this man took a lifestyle which is supposed to prolong your health, which is supposed to prolong your happiness and longevity to the very extremes in terms of his output, in terms of his input, and essentially his heart stopped. And dude was in his late 20s. He cannot have been, you know, any older than me. And essentially, it's it's just a really sad state of affairs when we have not only this comparison syndrome, which is exacerbated by all the nonsense we see on social media and viewing everyone's highlight reels, how you should live your life, but also this thing of like, well, I'm not where I should be yet in business, in physique, in life, in what have you, and therefore I should be trying harder, grind harder, bro. The whole kind of Gary Vaynerchuk, I'll sleep when I'm dead mentality is an absolutely toxic one, to use the phrase of <laughs> people who seem to be uh, shouting around on social media these days. 
But essentially that, if you do not take your rest seriously, and again, the reason why I'm sort of linking it between the unfortunate events of this gentleman and this podcast episode is because apparently dude would sleep literally three to four hours per night just so he could wake up and get his damn steps in and get his Apple Watch to, you know, rack up all the steps. And even though as a health professional, and he, I believe he had a bachelor's degree in this stuff, he knew better he couldn't break the pattern of that extreme amount of pressure and which he put on himself. And indeed, his internal organs and his heart and ended up in, in heart failure and death. And so you might not think right now that it's necessarily a problem when it comes to your own health and fitness and that, you know, you might get six to eight hours per night sort of thing. You might be flicking through your social media feeds late at night and not really getting the best sleep, but you might not be seeing the the ramifications of not taking sleep and rest seriously until much later on down the line. And this is not me coming at a place of scaremongering or, you know, anything which hopefully you haven't sort of heard about before, but just a number of research studies, which I could rack up and give you in all of 30 seconds, as it pertains to even five hours of sleep or less per night and the immediate, not even like the, the down the road negative side effects, the literal immediate effects of that on health markers, um, on blood panels, on your brain, uh, let alone body composition, your ability to build muscle and burn fat, that's absolutely in the toilet. But essentially you need to take this seriously and it's why it's one of our foundational four things inside 23 Lean, sleep and stress management. It's literally one of the things in which we get all of our clients to focus on before they even start thinking about the intricacies of meal timing, of supplementation, of all that good stuff. If you are not managing your sleep and your stress appropriately, you will be forced to, or, you know, as we've unfortunately seen this week, the very real and morbid side effects of not taking that seriously can absolutely happen. And this episode is all about making you realize that <laughs> from a sleep perspective and from a rest perspective, you need to bump that up the priority list, not only in the amount of hours in which you allow your body to get, researchers call that sleep opportunity, but also just making sure that the quality is there where it needs to be. And look, don't get me wrong, those new parents out there, new mums, new dads, that's all well and good, Sharif. My my two-year-old wakes up twice per night and screams and shouts the house. That Like, I get that. I really, really do. That, for me, is something which is outside your control and therefore is not something which we now need to be, you know, beating yourself up over and realising that, yeah, you might have a few rough months and years ahead of time. Hell, my five-year-old still wakes up every night, most nights. He's getting better, to be fair. But I do get it. I really do. I want to understand that. I want you to understand, pardon me, that, you know, I empathise and I sympathise with that situation. But, 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 if you have, you know, even sort of moderately serious health and body composition goals and you're not paying attention to your sleep, rest assured you are leaving considerable amount of results on the table. Your hormonal profile will not be firing all cylinders. But again, for me, this conversation goes so much deeper than simple body composition change. And if you have the attitude of just, you know, maybe once a week you pull an all-nighter or, you know, just work, work, work and what have you. And listen, again, I get it because I am a entrepreneur. I am the founder of a number of coaching businesses and it's so easy for me to justify doing work. But it wasn't until I actually prioritized sleep and rest that I found that the quality, again, of that work was just on another level. The productivity was there. And again, whether or not I got caught up in the you must work harder sort of mindset versus, you know, actual sprints and stops, I'm not too sure. Uh, one of my mentors actually says this, and this is something which I've tried to take on board, you know, with my team as well. And this is a, a thing of operate like a lion, not a cow. 
And what I mean by that is a cow just kind of does bits and pieces throughout the day, just kind of grazes, but doesn't actually really hunt as such. Whereas a lion will sleep, will rest, will recharge. But when it's time to hunt, best believe the lion's going to hunt and he's going to kill. And if you can now operate with that mindset and take your rest, recovery and downtime just as seriously as you do your work, just as seriously as you do your training, just as seriously as you do your roles and responsibilities, which I know takes up so much time, you will find that you're more productive. You can actually do what it is that you need to do at a higher work rate and more productive work rate and realize that if you don't pay attention to this stuff, it will absolutely bite you on the ass on the way back. Again, as we have seen in the extreme version of what has happened to this young gentleman this week. And again, like, you know, less than 30 years old. That is, that is no, that's no life. That is no life. And for what? Grind harder, grind harder. Okay, and cool. Even if, you know, staying up later gets you more money. Yeah. For what? For what? To have no time and energy and bandwidth to spend it on because you're so unhealthy. You know, don't be the richest man in the grave or the richest woman in the grave. And I really want this podcast to drive the point home that you can only grow as fast as you can recover. Be that from a physique standpoint, again, be that from a work standpoint, you you must take the, the rest and recovery process of what it is you and I are doing very, very seriously because the grind harder mentality. And I think actually, if you look at Gary Vee's stuff, he's taken down a lot of the the earlier stuff which he did, which was like, grind harder, bro. You don't want it enough and stay up all hours. Like, no, absolutely not. Uh, and in fact, if you're at all interested in the benefits of actually nailing your rest and recovery and what that's gonna do to your results, what that's gonna do to your hunger hormones, what that's gonna do to your productivity, what that's gonna do to your health and your blood panels, just shoot me a message and I'm more than happy to share a couple of documents. Uh, we had actually a sleep specialist in uh, Inside 23 Lean a few months back whereby he delivered a, a talk, a seminar, on all this stuff and also gave us some some really interesting documentation about you know um, how to optimize your, your nighttime routine, potential supplementation to look into, what to do in the morning, what to do to set yourself up for the next day so your circadian rhythm knows when it's light and when it's sleep and, and all the rest of it. But again, just to kind of wrap up this podcast now, just some very easy, quick plug and play Im- implementable tips and tricks which you can now insert into your routine and lifestyle. Well, let's kind of have a look at that blue light, right? So your laptops, your phones, your iPads, they emit a harmful blue light, which blocks the melatonin production in your brain, which happens when we get into the the very deep stages of rest and sleep, okay? So even if you feel like you're, you know, um, you can sleep just fine, rest assured, if you are scrolling last thing at night in bed, you are doing your, your brain and your body a massive disservice and you're not getting the quality in which it needs to function optimally, okay? And again, I say that word optimally, right? A lot of the time, you don't even know that you're functioning on a subpar level until you actually correct the deficiency, you know, and then you're like, wow, actually, I'm, uh, I'm where I need to be. And this feels absolutely incredible, you know. I cannot tell you how many clients of ours, they go from a position of, you know, five hours of, of sleep or six hours, and we just bump that up to a consistent seven or eight and indeed fix the quality of that. And they, they report back that their mood is better, their ability to handle the deficit is better, their recovery is better, they can actually see their physique changing, like, you know, this thing is real and it's very, very acute and apparent. Um, but again, uh, we once we look at sort of blue light and screens and what have you, we can also look at when was the last time that you had caffeine because we know that caffeine has a minimum of a six-hour half-life, right? So if you're having caffeine past sort of 2, 3 p.m., again, rest assured that you're not going to be able to get the, the very best sleep because that caffeine is still in your system, which again is why we have a, a caffeine cutoff and I'm a big fan of espressos and flat whites and even the odd, you know, rain or monster drink or what have you. 
But please believe, like we, we don't do that in the afternoon for that very reason, because sleep is so damn important, okay? And then lastly, just have a little think about the, the kind of bedtime routine. Again, are you sleeping in a cool, dark room, distraction-free? Are you giving your mind, your body, and your brain just that space to wind down? Or are you literally thinking about work nonstop and you're in bed? You know, I used to have this joke with my wife whereby uh, we would kind of lay in bed and I would sort of say, I can hear your brain, you know? I can literally hear your thoughts because I'm the sort of person that even a stressful day, busy day, what have you, I can literally, as soon as my head hits the pillow, I can fall asleep. She cannot because she needs that downtime, that unwind time. So give yourself that space, give yourself that time. And if, you know, if the way you unwind is via a screen, because you're watching Netflix or a movie or what have you, listen, totally understand, totally get that. Just buy those blue blue light blocking glasses where, yeah, they look a little bit ridiculous, but you can really have your cake and eat it, whereby you can still enjoy downtime with your partner or what have you, but you're not getting the negative effects of all that blue light literally lasting before bed. And again, more than happy to send you over some documentation that would help you out. More than happy to, you know, for the geeks out there to ping over some research studies when it comes to just how deleterious a, a low quality and quantity of sleep and recovery is for you. Again, in terms of body composition, health, cognition, and what have you, very happy to kind of send over that research. But safe to say, again, once you fix this, you realize just how much you are missing out on it rather than it's a case of like, you thinking there's a problem right now. But again, I just wanted to to bring this up because the whole mentality of grind harder, grind harder, grind harder needs to absolutely get in the bin. Uh, you know, work work smarter, not harder, because we've just seen what can absolutely happen when you when you don't pay attention to this sort of thing. All right. So listen, hopefully this was helpful. And uh, as I say, more than happy to guide you in the right direction when it comes to implementable strategies that you can now use on top of the three I've already given you when it comes to optimizing your sleep, your recovery, so that you can actually be at your best function, performance, and indeed health moving forwards. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next Monday. In a bit, take care. Grab me on Instagram at Sharif Lawton and have yourself a great week.